loves his sports. Yeah, right. A little bit of NFL football. It's time to talk. Time to talk. It's time to talk with Tyler. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Time to Talk with Tyler here on the second weekend of October. We're five weeks into the NBA season, just one week away from the start of the NBA and NHL season. MLB playoffs have started as we head to the AL and NLDSs. We got a lot to talk about. We're through six weeks of the college football season, a lot of upsets, a lot to get to, so we'll get into it right away here. As we're going to start with the NFL, I'm going to go through which all the teams give all my grades and grade all the teams. Starting in the AFC East, we got the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills led by Josh Allen. They had come behind win just two weeks ago against the Ravens in that rain game. Last week, they had a massive win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had a one slip up against the Dolphins where they lost 21-19. to Barely lost that one, so... So far, so good if you are a Buffalo Bills fan. Second, and for the Bills grade, I'm going to give them an A- minus just because that one slip up against the Dolphins, which is really not a loss they should ha- be having. Second in the AFC East is a surprise. It's the New York Jets off to a firing start. They had Joe Flacco come in at the start of the season. He led them to a couple of victories early in the year. Just last week, they had their franchise quarterback Zach Wilson's in come in and pick up a massive win against the Dolphins 40-17. Yes, it was against their third string quarterback. Yes, the Dolphins were banged up, but still very impressive win for the New York Jets. They had that week one loss to the Ravens, but since then they've been flying high opposed to that loss against the Bengals. Because of the fact it's the Jets, I'm going to give them a B-plus grade, B grade on the season so far. Next, we have the Miami Dolphins. They had the Tua Tungavailoa situation to his injury. They had that tough loss to the Bengals, and they lost again this week to the Jets. I think this is sort of proving to his worth with these two losses the past two weeks. They also, outside of that, though, every game that Tua has played in the entirety of, they have won, including wins against the Bills and Ravens, two very good football teams. So based off of the fact that Tua has gone down, I'm also going to give the Dolphins a B+. Next, the New England Patriots. They are also another team dealing with some injury issues. They had to have Bailey Zappi step in last week against the Packers after Hoyer went down the third stringer. So far, he's looked pretty good. Obviously, Mac Jones still the quarterback of the future. They struggled in the red zone last week, which is an issue. But once you get your starting quarterback back, it's definitely going to help New England. They had that poor, big loss week one. again. But outside of that, all of the games that they've played have been competitive. Lost last week to the Packers in overtime with a backup. Threw away that game against the Ravens with turnovers in the fourth quarter. So they've been competitive in all of their games this season. And they had a big blowout win this week, 29-0 against the Lions. And so far, this defense looking pretty strong, giving up that 137-point game. But the defense put them in some really – offense, sorry, put them in some really bad positions. So I'm going to give the Patriots team a B. But they're going to need to pick up some big wins coming up. They got the Browns. Bears and Jets. If they can go three for three going into the Colts and be sent at a record of five and three hosting the Colts, I think that the Patriots could be on for a really good little run. They have a pretty easy schedule coming up until they face the Bills 
December 1st at home, which could be a biggest matchups of the season for New England. Next, moving on the AFC North, starting off with the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson's back to playing at his MVP caliber. Yes, they had a little slip up last night against that Bengals team, though they were able to pull it back late in the game. Justin Tucker at the game-winning field goal, but definitely not commanding victory if you're the Ravens. They blew it a little bit last week against the Bills. They have been competitive in every single game this season. They've lost by a total of seven points this season. Well, another, but on the other side of the problem, it is a little bit tough for them that they all of their games have been close, all of their wins except that one against the Jets week one, which is really close to the score was in that one. So definitely watch out if you're the Ravens. Going to need to pick up some wins down the stretch. Next year, Cleveland Browns, who are 2-3 and three on the year. Granted, they've had Jacoby Brissett in, but going to definitely need to pick it up if they want to give themselves a shot at the playoffs with Deshaun Watson returns. Then it's the defending Super Bowl finalist, the Cincinnati Bengals, off to a slow start this year. Really disappointing from the Bengals so far. Joe Burrow has not played up to par, and so far I think on the season I'm going to give them a C-plus grade, and that plus just comes from the fact that they've been competitive the last few weeks, though one of those wins came against a very banged-up um, Dolphins team, and then their other win coming against the Jets. So realistically... The Bengals, I'm giving you a C plus. Next, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. They've already made the chains over to Kenny Pickett from Mitchell Trubisky. Can I give him uh can I give him a C minus for the Pittsburgh Steelers? One and four on the year. Had some tough losses, but also got blown out last week against the Bills. Unacceptable so far from the Steelers. Doesn't look like they're gonna be fighting for a playoff spot this year. Moving on to the worst division in football, the AFC South, starting with the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill has played very poorly so far this season. Not good from him so far. And it looks like the Tennessee Titans are, though, going to run away with this division. Probably going to be a losing record, though, for the team that wins this division. I'm going to give the Tennessee Titans a C. Indianapolis Colts, I'm going to give them a D+. Mount Ryan had some poor play. Lots of turnovers so far this season. Offensive line's been poor. Defense has played okay, but they're definitely going to need to pick it up here. Next, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Their defense has been looking pretty good so far. Trevor Lawrence has been looking just okay, but they're going to need to find in the trenches, get a little bit more protection for him, and the defense going to need to force a little bit more pressure on the quarterback. Last place in this division, it's the Houston Texas Texans. I'm going to give them a D-, minus, very poor so far this season, and it looks like they're going to easily bottom out this division. Next, it's going to be the AFC West. Kansas City back on top again. Kansas City's got a big divisional matchup tonight against the Las Vegas Raiders. Kansas City can pull out a win tonight. They'll go to 4-1 and one on the season, tied for the best record in the AFC. So far, the Chiefs looking like they're picking up from where they stopped last year. They're at one loss, a little slip-up against the Colts. A little unlucky in that game. Uh, unfortunate for them. But Kansas City, so far, I'm going to give them a B plus. Next to Los Angeles Chargers, they've let two games slip away from them now, but all of their games so far this season have been pretty close so far, and I think that the Chargers, with their talent that they have, but just the inability for them to finish games, they had that big blowout loss to the Jaguars. I think that's going to cost them them down the street. That's why for right now I'm just going to leave them at a B. Next to the Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson's been playing terrible. Their whole team has looked pretty terrible throughout this year. I might give them a D flat. Moving on to the Las Vegas Raiders, sitting at 1-3 under Josh McDaniels, though all of their games have been very close, which is why I'm going to give them a D+. 
Moving on the NFC, starting off the Philadelphia Eagles, they've, they're undefeated. Jalen Hurts has been looking great at quarterback, and I'm going to give them an A-plus so far in the season. You're yet to lose. You're guaranteed to get the best grade possible. Just noting it now, that is the only A-plus throughout this whole thing. Next, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Even though Dak Prescott's down, down Cooper Rush picked up the slack. Dallas sitting at 4-1 and one through 5 games here. I'm going to give Dallas an A- minus so far in the season. Moving on, the New York Giants had some big wins already in this season. They've been playing really well. Daniel Jones has been looking better as of late. I'm going to give them an A-flat. Next, the Washington Commanders. Once again, Carson Wentz is not a good quarterback. 13 in three years. Not good for them, and I'm going to give them a D. Next to the NFC North, it's the Minnesota Vikings sitting at 4-1 top this division, led by their star-studded offense, who looked very good so far this season. Justin Jefferson having a career year for him, and the Vikings are looking very good here so far through five weeks. Next, it's the Green Bay Packers sitting at 3-2. They squeaked out that win against New England and had the loss last week to the Giants. Offense hasn't been clicking so far, which is why I'm going to give them a B. Next, it's the Chicago Bears sitting at 2-3. and three. They got that lucky win in the rain. Haven't looked good this season. I'm going to give them a C-. Next, it's Detroit. Offense has looked very good. Defense has been pretty terrible so far this season. Got shut out this week against New England. I'm going to give them a D+. Moving on to the NFC South. Tampa Bay is in first right now at a record of 3-2. and two. So far, the defense and offense have both looked good. Got a little bit unlucky down the stretch in some games. So that's why I'm going to give them a B flat. Next is the New Orleans Saints, led by Jameis Winston. They're 2-3 and three so far on the year. They've been, had been a little bit rough. They just barely lost that game against the Vikings over in London. So I may give them a B-. This game grade for the Atlanta Falcons. Are, once again, their offense is looking pretty good. Once again, they're giving away games late. All of their games have been close so far. Biggest margin of points has been six points, and is that lost last week. So anything can really happen in these games. They lost by one to the Saints, lost to the Rams by four, and then they lost just last week to the Bucks by six. Falcons, very up-and-down team, so I may give them the B-. minus. Matt Rule got the firing today. So far, Carolina has looked absolutely terrible. Baker Mayfield proving why the Browns wanted to get rid of him. Looked absolutely terrible. They... Had that week one performance, and that's really been it so far this season. Carolina, I'm giving a D minus. Next, it's the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC West. NFC West, all teams either at three and two or two and three. San Francisco, George Kittle's gonna need to pick it up this year. He had he was injured at the start. They lost their quarterback, Trey Lance, just first game of the season. So Jimmy Garoppolo stepped back into that starting quarterback role, and the 49ers have been able to get to three and two. Defending Super Bowl champions, L.A. Rams, sitting at 2-3 and three so far. They had that loss to the Cowboys and the one to the 49ers the week before and got blown out by the Bills in the first game of the season. So far, Rams have not looked good. I'm going to give them a B. Next, the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray's been putting this team on his back. And the defense not looked great so far, which is why I'm going to give them also a B. Same grade is going to go for the Seahawks. B, offenses look good. Defense has struggled so far. Support performances from them, which is why they're sitting at 2-3 and three this year, instead of maybe a, a 3 or 4-1. in one. That is going to be it for the NFL. Now we're going to move on to the NBA. NBA regular season starting just one week from now. 
next Tuesday, the 18th, 76ers and Celtics to kick off that season with the Lakers and Warriors playing the primetime game. NBA season, I may give my predictions for how I think each team is, not how each team, but my predictions on how the playoff bracket is going to fill out this year at the end of the season. First, I think it's going to have to be the Milwaukee Bucks. They've got a very similar team to last year. Uh, I think uh, Giannis is going to help carry them to that number one overall seed. Second, I'm going to go with the defending NBA finalists, the Boston Celtics. Very similar team to last year. They brought in some new pieces, but with the Ime Udoka suspension for the season, I just cannot see them getting that one seed again. I can definitely see them coming out of the gates slow, but coming on as of late and maybe being another contending for the final. But I think that they're going to struggle early in the season in Boston. Third, I'm going to go with the Miami Heat. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. They're always in the mix, which is why I'm going to put them at number three. Number four, I think I'm going to have to go with the Brooklyn Nets. They got Kyrie back. They still have, they got Kyrie for a whole season. If KD can stay healthy, I think that the Nets can be a contender. I just can't see that happening, which is why I cannot put them above number four. Number five, I'm going to go with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They brought in Donovan Mitchell. They've got Colin Exton who they traded away, but they got Darius Garland, Jarrett Allen, uh, but I think this team's going to be really strong this year, which is why I'm going to put them in that number five spot. Number six, I'm going to go with the Toronto Raptors, similar team to last year, which is why I think that, and they're always competing. Got a great coach in Nick Nurse, and I think that this team's going to flourish this year. In seventh, I'm going to go with the 76ers. I think they take another step down this year. Joel Embiid can't manage to stay healthy. James Harden can't stay healthy. I think they're a struggle with injuries. That's why I got them seventh. And sneaking into that last spot, it's going to be the Chicago Bulls. I think they're going to have another good season, but a little bit of a drop-off this year. Now moving on to the Western Conference here. First place, I'm going to go with the defending champions, the Warriors. Bringing back basically the whole squad back. That's why I got them coming in first place in the division this year. Second place, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Lakers. If everything can click, I think that they can compete again. Third place, I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul back. DeAndre Ayton's locked in there, and I think that they're going to be a contender this year in the West. Fourth, I'm going to go with the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant's going to carry them to that number four seed. And I think that that team's going to get knocked out early, though, in the NBA playoffs. Fifth, I'm going to go with the Dallas Mavericks. I think that that's going to be another team this year that's carried by their superstar in Luka Doncic. And I think that they're going to have a good season this year. Sixth, it's going to be the Utah Jazz. Got rid of Mitchell, got rid of Gobert, but they brought in some nice pieces. Got Laurie Markkinen, got Colin Sexton. I think this could be a sneaky good team that sneaks into the playoffs. Seventh, I got the Denver Nuggets. I think they're going to have a fall-off. They got Murray coming back from an ACL injury. I just cannot see them getting that much better, though, from last year. I actually see them falling off a little bit. Sneaking out, I probably think it's going to be the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think Carl Anthony Towns and Dealer are going to help lead that team back to the playoffs for a second straight year. Moving on now to the MLB NLDS series starting tomorrow. It's the Phillies, Braves, Astros, Mariners, Guardians, Yankees, and the Padres, and the Dodgers. I think, so I'm just going to go through and make my predictions on each series, how many games it's going to go, and how long it's going to be. 
First series, Braves and Phillies. I think the Braves take this one five. I think the Phillies can maybe sneak out one win. They did not look great in their wild card series. I don't think that the Phillies are going to manage to pull this one out. Next, the Astros and the Mariners. The Mariners had a nice comeback last time. Like the Astros' firepower is going to be too much. Seattle had to have that massive come behind victory against the Blue Jays to win 10 9 in their second game. First one, yes, was a bigger win, but I still don't think that they can compete with the Astros. I think the Astros take this one in a series sweep. Next, the Guardians and the Yankees. The Yankees with their high powered flying offense. Aaron Judge hitting bombs everywhere. I think that the Yankees cruise through the Guardians with a series sweep. Next, it's the Padres and the Dodgers in that final series. Another divisional matchup, and I think the Dodgers are going to run through this one. I think they're going to run into a little bit of trouble when they face off against the Darvish. I think their power power is going to be a little too much, and I think that that series is going to go three, going to go three games, and the Dodgers are going to easily sweep through that one. Moving on to our final piece today, NCAA football. We're going to go through the top 25 and talk about each team. Starting off with the UGA Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia's sitting in first place right now in the AP pools. A little bit of a dispute between them, Ohio State, and Alabama. Three teams that looked great throughout the year. Georgia have had a little bit of struggle as of late, but that win last week is going to solidify themselves atop the polls. Second place, place I'm getting with Ohio State. Second place is Ohio State, sorry. Ohio State yet to have a competitive game this year outside of that Notre Dame game to start the year. Big win against Michigan State this past week. They had that big win against Wisconsin just a couple weeks back. Uh, Ohio State's looked really good this season. Nothing against them outside of the fact they haven't faced the same competition as Georgia. Third, Ohio State almost slipped up last week against Texas A&M, just squeaking out that 24-20 to win. Though I think with Bryce Young back, They'll be just fine, but they got a massive game this week going to Knoxville for a massive matchup against their rivals, the Tennessee Volunteers, who are looking good this year, but we'll save that for when we come across them. Fourth is Clemson. Defense looked good this week against Boston College, but DJ Uyungale is yet to sell me yet, and I don't think Clemson is going to be a real playoff fighter this year. I think they'll get into the playoff. I can't see them losing any time in the ACC. Cannot see them getting out of that playoff semifinal. Fifth, the Michigan Wolverines. J.J. McCarthy's looked great so far this season, though they are definitely not huge um, playoff favorites as they've had some close games where they've had to pull away at the end. The Maryland game, the Iowa game, the Indiana game. Not looked great this year so far for Michigan. Moving on to number six, it's the, it's the underdog so far this year. Tennessee is back on top. Another big win last week against LSU. They had the win against Florida, which they almost coughed away. They had the win against Pitt. They've had a great strength of schedule so far. Henning Hookers looked great. They're a host Alabama this Saturday, which is going to be probably their biggest game of the whole season. Lincoln Riley made his move to USC this summer, brought his quarterback, Caleb Williams, and USC sits seventh in the polls, undefeated. Almost slipped up a little bit last week in Wazoo. Nothing too much to worry about there for them. Eighth, it's going to be the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Cowboys look good this season. I haven't faced the toughest opponents. He had a bit of a slip against Texas Tech. Had to pull that one back late. Um, but outside of that, it looked just fine throughout this season. Ninth, it's the Ole Miss Rebels. They had that big win against Kentucky just two weeks back. Ole Miss had another big win this week where they took down Vanderbilt in emphatic fashion. They also had the huge win against Georgia Tech. 
at, along with some other wins against non-conference teams. Finally, the Penn State Nittany Lions are going to have a massive showdown this week with Michigan going to the big house. They had the win against Northwestern last week, and then they had that massive win in Auburn. So far, so good for the Penn State Nittany Lions. That's going to do it for this episode of Time to Talk with Tyler. I'm Tyler Grossman, signing off for now.